I can remember the dress that I wore the day I left. To me, it was a blue dress, no sleeves, and it had white little things around the collar. And I remember that as clear. I can remember I was sick on the plane. And I can remember all I was frightened of in case anything had go on the dress. The blue dress I had on, with no sleeve. You can still see him stood there waiting for us. And then we've got no pictures or anything. You know, he was probably the happiest man in the world, you know, we were all there that day, but it was like, yeah, it was just, it was coming into a whole new world. And the blue dress I had on the day, the day I left. Blue dress, white. And a whole new world. And The day, the day I left, the happiest man in the world, you know, I remember that as clear. That, you know, when, you, when you're young, like, when, as a child, I don't think you realise that it would be for good. You know, that you'd be... Um, all that you were leaving behind. You know, that, that we weren't going back, kind of thing. Did you know um, that Dudley Kane, Darach O'Conn, is here in Leeds? My very heart lies in my breast. For when I'm drinking, I'm always thinking. In 1963, Dudley Kane, Darach O'Conn, moved to Leeds. (laughs) (laughs) He was 40. There were six children. There was Barbara and Bridie, Monica and Coleman, John and Anne, and Patrick was born later in Leeds. That's what it was like in his in this house, anyway. Barbara was in Boston then. I never showed any interest in in until after he died. I never had any interest in the Shano singing at all. I used to go with him to Dublin when he used to go up to um, Gaelin. And um, I couldn't wait to get home to, get, you know, go to the dances. You know, I, I just, I was young, so... What's the dance? It's called Johnny, will you marry me, marry me, marry me? <laughs> but I, the first time I heard my dad singing actually, on the radio, was in Boston. Would you be able to do a little dance for us now? Oh! How much time do you have? You want to stay if there's any damage? (laughs) (laughs) You won't be going home on Wednesday. (laughs) I heard him sing 
uh, Peggy Littlemore on the Irish programme. Remember, there were, there were, that's a nice little dance yeah. in Boston. No, you know the old, fa- the, the old way that they used to do the jolly and the way they, you know, the real old, old fashioned way. Tatu Golarash, the assassin, and Ishka leads away. Tatu Golarash, we have a couple of shots and stuff. Tatu Sukri, she's Tatu Post and Shin. Tatu Purim, Klenyart. How many are in your family? Seven. You know the timing. Yes. You know that. Look. Barbara was 16 in Boston. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. A baby. Well, I was young, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, and you went to Boston? Mm. Yeah. The interviewer asked, I remember, will you stay in England? I remember going, to, he used to play the accordion as well. And I remember he would play the accordion and the bedroom doors would be open and it was a lovely thing to go to sleep to, him playing the accordion. Yeah. Ballora Rathcan. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Mitchellstown, where we lived. So the, the, um, the family moved to Leeds soon after you went to America? Yeah. Yeah, that was a big surprise. To come home and, you know, they were living here in Leeds. So, my, you know, I came home to Leeds. Yeah, that was a big surprise. I don't... Um, I was seven years in America before I came home. So that was quite... They, they, had, they were well settled here when I came back. So, anyway, tell us about... Um, Monica know, was nine. Living in Rathcar, and what your, your memories of that? So, um, I was nine when I left. Mm. Um, I went to school in Rathcar. Mm. It was just... Um, we didn't speak English in school. It was Gaelic. Um, mm. And that was our language in Rathcar. That's what we spoke. I don't know, I think... This is her story. Hard. Well, all my relatives was left there. I had there was nobody here because all where we lived there was relatives all around us, and we were a very big family, um, aunts, uncles. Um, that that's what I missed most. Cousins. Um, and then to come somewhere where there isn't any family, but just the immediate brothers and sisters. It, I suppose now I could call it more relaxed way of. Like, I don't know everything. Um, and even though we came in June, but you know that foggy, misty, dreary, smoky, <laughs> yeah. And the beautiful green fields. Yeah, because that's what was all around that's us. Karen. Yeah, that's, that's what I can, that's what I can remember. And even though we came in June. Strange vision. Yeah, yeah, very. Hmm. Hmm. He used to play the button and that's what I remember. He was always around the house, you know. We came here and then um, I suppose he went out more. So you'd put it, you know, he, we didn't see him as much, I suppose. 
Um, everything was so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very different. Yeah, he was gone a year before we came over. That's right, yeah. And then um, he, I think he sent word over to my mum to come over. Friday was 15. To England. Right. Because my dad came to London first. It was summer, yes. it was June. And then he but, uh, left London and came to Leeds. Yeah. He sent, uh, sent me mum a letter saying, you know, that he'd like us to come that's, over. That's mm-hmm. what I remember. So uh, I think my mother had a bit of a think about it, but then, um, like, daddy was over here and we were back in Ireland. So um, she decided to sell the house and come over. I don't know what you call it, dreary. Which, uh, you know, was sad in one way because if we had left, you know, kept the house... We hadn't seen him for 12 months. But anyway, we came over and um, we uh, came on the plane in June. My mum had sold the house and everything. And my dad was there to meet us. What I remember. So then we caught a taxi to... um, We had a flat, but it was quite a big flat. It was a, a big house and my dad used to live there with these people. They had a meal ready for us and I'd never eaten Yorkshire pudding before. So there was Yorkshire pudding and it was gorgeous. I ate a big plateful and nearly killed myself. <laughs> How would you describe that? I mean, what distinguishes Shandor singing from any other type of singing? Well, there would be elements of Shandor singing. I think the struggle began when we started school. Some forms of traditional Irish singing in the English language. So whenever the change of language took Friday, place... what are your memories? Uh, um, of the, of the you were 15 when you left Rathcarn. Remained on yeah. in the new songs in English, but uh, I, I think um, it became more and more diluted in English, or maybe yeah, not that many aspects of it remained on in English. But there are some similarities. Helper, when you hear then you think when you're working, you, you know, and you're earning money. But I was very lonesome when I came over. Yeah. And so was my mum. Mm-hmm. So I went back then. I think um, I was over about a year. Somehow Derek gets inside me more. I was trying and, to think, uh, or maybe, and my, I went back to Ireland. To him, I don't know that's that's what I remember. That, that yeah. Derek's voice was um, at once that of a woman and that of a man. I mean, he had, he had an enormous tenderness and warmth um, and a kind of anguish at times as well in his voice, as well as a certain strength. Um, I think there was great suffering in his voice. And I stayed and in Ireland. Um, so it's my favourite. I said I stayed with uh, my aunt for about I'd say, three months, and then Mummy wrote to me and she asked me it, to come back he, again. He was the one who sang so with, with Sean O'Reilly the two. That's right. Yes, and I gather um, he spent. Uh, I came back a lot of his adult life abroad in, in Leeds. Well, right. that's news from, to me. I never knew that. <laughs> you were in Boston that time, weren't you? Mummy was expecting Patrick then. Oh right. Yeah. And so, uh, um, I suppose it was another case of you know one of the one of the couples. Yeah, um, very fine singers just being well lost we used to go out for walks on an evening me and my mum we used to walk around and mummy was very lonesome and I felt it you know because she had sold the house in Ireland and come over here and you know I felt it for my mother sit around their feet we don't in fact but um, my dad was over here and we wanted to be with him because we missed him as well when he left Ireland we missed him so, uh, um, and you know, we, Josie you and know, Jack could go and live in Jamaica for a while. Most people were caring for him, you know. Yeah. So, 
Well, to be together, family yeah. together. Family well, together. Yeah. What do you remember of this? No, it was five. Yeah, you won't remember much, I suppose, then. I don't remember anything about Ireland. Do you not? No. Could I? Went back once oh. with Daddy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was about nine. Mm. We stayed about a week. Mm. Didn't go back again then for quite a long time, did we? Mm. What age were you when you went back? Nine. Oh, For the first time. The first time, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Then it was long, quite a long time then. I think it were, we went back for funerals. Oh, no, it's all about that's when we get together funerals. And Usually funerals. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Why did you go to England? But there was always something missing. He used to sing a song, called Maude is the name of the song. Do you still think there's something missing? Yes, I think I longed for... Um, I think I'll probably have to go back. I'd like to go back to Rathcarran. The beard will grow. Just sort of walk about there, where I was born and what the school I went to. I think that's that's um, as I've got older, and my children have got older. I think that's that is something that I think I need to do. I've felt that now for a few years. This is Monica's dream. Um, because we weren't. Um, it wasn't that we never went back as family on holiday or anything. The sad thing was that we only ever went back, um, or some of us would go, you know, if there was a funeral. I did go back, um, I think I was 12, and I went to the tech in Athboy. I lived with my aunt, well, I think they shared me, really. And then Daddy came to Dublin. It was to, to some concert, I remember. But he took me, he brought me back home. But once I'd seen him, I'd have to come with him anyway. But he brought me back here to Leeds. But, um, you know, it took me a long time. Eventually, I, I sort of settled. And then once I think you start having children, as I've got older anyway, I think about going back there all the time. Yeah. What do you think about when you think about Ratcarn? I think because any time I was there, I was happy. You know, it's not that I'm... I don't know, it just gives me a different feeling, a strange feeling. Home? When I, when I do think about it and I think about the school and... Home? Even though I'd left, you know, left it when I was so young. But just the school and the roads, the roads from home 
up to where my grandfather and grandmother's house is and up the road, you know, further on then to ants and, and things. And then down the other way, more ants and uncles and that's that's what I do think about and that I just get... Um, but it's a nice feeling. Probably the only thing that ever was... I'd classed that, that you know, Mummy and Daddy, that was home. But I'd say Ireland and Rathcarran is is my real home, if you if you know if you understand. Um, I think, yeah, it feel you know it would feel that that is home. All the roads were you know just to walk along them roads, and I think then I'll get the, my answer. You know, I felt for my mother. But I suppose it's not easy when you leave a place and you sell your house to go back again. It'd be a lot different if you kept your house. And She just used to say, you know, I was very lonesome, but she said I had nowhere to go to go back. I had nowhere to go. We came here, um, Mummy. It was 12 months, or over 12 months, before she actually unpacked. And I could see this, and I used to try and... I'd say to her, we'd go out for a walk and... The trunk. We'd walk around to see places and, you know, different things. And if she'd have had anywhere to go yeah. back there, she would have gone back. So the people that lived in the house where we lived, they were um, they used to go to the seaside, to Scarborough. And I remember the first time I went to the seaside, I thought it was great. Because I don't think that we realised. I went paddling in the water straight away. We had fish and chips, you know, you, you hadn't eaten them before and... <laughs> I thought it was great, eating them out of the, the paper. paper. The, with Daddy coming first, yeah, and then us coming, you know, after, I think that we probably thought, oh, you know, it was, it was a great, going to be a great adventure. But I don't think it was until we realised that we were going to go to school here. Um, I used to take my younger brother, John, the two of us were in school. People used to laugh at, you know, be laughing at us because well, we didn't have much English. You know, you'd be asked things you didn't always understand what they were saying to you. John didn't. John doesn't remember. I do. They used to, you know, make fun of John, and I was always in trouble, <laughs> sticking up for sticking him. Sticking up for him. But it, it just—I think—as time went on, you just yeah. learnt to sit quiet. I was hooked to an engineer called Gossasana, Cian Fall. No. Why did you go to England? I didn't like it very lonesome when I came. I didn't like it at all for a long time. Derek says he went because of money. We didn't know anybody. But she kept me there. The rest of them, you see, was young, but she kept me alive. Yeah. I was... It was hard, really, in one way, for, you know, for my mother. She didn't really know anybody. Very lonesome for her, you know. We didn't know nobody. Mamo. Yeah. Biddy. Is 83. Then I got to like it then. When I got no, you see, from me, used to meet friends, and it was all right then. I wouldn't go back now. <laughs> My mother, I used to see her, she used to be very sad. 
and I was as well, as well. I was really, you know. And then there was something about that I'd have to go to school for a while, you know. And anyway, I got out of that. And then somebody said about this job in a sweet factory on Ellen Road. Yeah. Where did you meet your husband, Derek? Tom, at the dancing, going, I was dancing, we used to have, so I met him. I used, I used to like him when he would be singing, and I kept a hold to him then. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy the times when uh, all the people came to your house for music? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I used to enjoy it, good yeah. sessions with the girls. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Used to have um, people uh, every weekend here, and they'd be maybe going out till seven o'clock in the morning and singing and yeah, singing Irish songs, Shannos. Shannos, <laughs> in the old style. Yeah. When you heard of Leeds, what did you imagine what it would be like? Oh, I thought it would be a a beautiful place and. You'd see the big seas and, you know, you know now like what you'd see abroad yeah. sort of thing. I'd never, but you'd see pictures, you know. And it wasn't like that at all. But to me, it was very, very black and very, you know... Bright did you? Did she? Both of them. <laughs> They're as is good. Is yeah, she is, yeah. She's yeah. for a long time. <laughs> A uh, Barbara, yeah. It's great. I know Barbara's I'll try it's ages right. ago since I've sung it. Right. <laughs> I run the troy is he at the troch that a moanish? Beyond the dole, a glorum, a civil flourish, a I used to come up near the park and it used to be dark and we didn't know the dangers. Catching buses on a morning and... A strange... I was, yeah. ...new Mm -hmm. world. I was 16 then. Did it upset you? Did you...? Yeah, yeah. I used to always think about Ireland. When I'd be on the bus, I used to be thinking about back in Ireland. You know, thinking, you know, and then I used to think to myself, well, I'll save up some money and I'll go back. It was very strange, really, very. But I know when it used to be break time, 
you know, you'd have a break in the morning. And I used to just sit outside on my own and have a, a cup of tea. And a, there used to be a bakery around the corner and they used to sell these tea cakes and they were right fresh. I'd have one of them and my cup of tea outside on my own. Oh, very lonely. Hmm. You know, compared to where we came from. Then I'd never be alone. Then when I used to start talking, they used to say to me, "Oh, say that again." You know. Because of your accent. Yeah, and probably I would say half of it was in Gaelic and half (laughs) because some of the words didn't know. Of course, yeah. Because at one time I wouldn't be able to say, you know, I was vomiting. (laughs) I used to say to the woman next door, "There were meat people." I say. Oh, I was cutting mark last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to say it to her, my mother used to say it to me, I used to say it to her, you know, I had these socks on, you know. Yeah. And she used to, I used to say, oh, I'll have to pull up my stucky mora. <laughs> you know, like I'm saying, I said to you before, I, I can have a better conversation in Gaelic than in English. Yeah, I can. I can express myself a lot better. I went a long time without speaking it. That's what I remember. English. Not learning English, but nobody could speak Gaelic to me. <laughs> I want to know about her romantic life with Derek. Ask her about her. You'd be lucky because she never told us. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be very lucky. We're dying to hear it ah. as well. Can I say it in Irish too? Yeah, do you? Yeah, quite. Yeah. Does she feel who you are more? Oh, yeah, he was a, a very good-looking man, yeah. When he'd come in, when he'd have a few drinks on, he'd sit in the chair and he'd start singing. Yeah, I remember. One Sunday he'd come and he'd start singing and he sat out on the steps there. And he was out. I don't know how old he'd be at the time. And he said, bring him in. Because he, he didn't like, you see, the, the neighbours would be funny when he'd be talking to the Irish. So I said, leave that door open. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, was, he said, will you bring him in, man? Bring him in. <laughs> so I said, no, just leave that door open. If they don't like it, they don't know what to do. They didn't like it. He had a cartoon as well, and he used to play it, you know. Yeah. Yeah? He was the, wasn't he wasn't too bad, you know, on the cartoon. Yeah. Anywhere he'd, he'd go, like even the pub or anywhere, or dance or anything, all people be gathered around him. Yeah. Well, he used to say to us, I'll be a star yet. You used to? Oh, yeah. And we say, yeah, you will. <laughs> um, he used to sit in the dining room and he used to write songs. Mm. That's, what I can, that's what I can remember. But, um, Did he ever write a song about Leeds? No. <laughs> don't think so <laughs> we never heard really? about it anyway <laughs> we did it didn't keep him awake at night yeah. anyway. it didn't <laughs> yeah. uh. and did you did you find it um, strange you know when you'd hear the neighbours and the family calling him Derek at home and then suddenly when you were over here everybody was calling him Dudley mm. you see I think in in Rathcarran it was you know deadly 
you know, when when it'd be deadly. Nobody actually ever. I think Daruch was um, probably Sean O'Reilly and all all that side to do with the music. I think that was all Daruch. He'd be known as Daruch yeah. to them. But now, if his brother or sister was talking about him, and he'd say, oh, you know, they'd be talking in Irish, and they'd say, you know, well, deadly, it was deadly, rather, you know, really, it was known as mm. deadly rather than Daruch. Mm. They wouldn't say Daruch. It'd be deadly. And Mummy would call him deadly, you know, if she was calling him for anything. I think Darach was the stage name, yeah. Yeah. I love the way you say it. You said Darach. 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 Darach and Shin. I was in the way that go on to him and assassinate. And you stay in Leeds? Did you get angry about what to leave? I used to always say, um, I wish we'd have kept our house. Because every time I go back, even now, I go by, by that house. He says he'd like to come back home to work. It was a lovely house, you know. It was the home place, yeah. And uh, I often thought to myself, well, it would have been nice if we could have kept the house. But I suppose my mother had to sell it. But why not? There were times he used to say... That he was going to go back to Ireland, and if it's possible, I don't know. Don't know whether he was serious or whether he, you know, he'd say sometimes that he was going to go back. It's definitely when he went back over, when he went back over to Ireland and he come back again, he he wouldn't be the same for about a week. I often think it would have been nice if I could come home to where we lived below the railway. We used to call it, yeah. Well, that's all of a week. I think he might have. Been heartbroken that it was a mistake to, you know, get yeah. your mum and. Yeah, he probably was. He probably was deep forward. down, but he never said anything about it. You know, never. Yeah, that must have been very hard for you. I suppose it was, but that's part of life, isn't it? Yeah, you know. You can't choose everything the way you want it. Barrow. You know, you don't get to choose. No, he was sick, and um, Barbara had been Barbara had been sick. My oldest sister, she didn't know then, but she she had celiac disease, but she didn't know, and she used to be sick and things, and he used to be worried about her. You know, asking why she was sick, and then he asked Bridey one day. He said, um, "Is Barbara having another? Is Barbara having another baby?" So Bridey said, "No, no." She's not. Um, she's just not well at the moment, and um, of course I was having another baby. But I didn't want to say anything to him because he used to worry about us, and he always used to worry because I think um, Patrick had Down syndrome. Righty, do you know what he's rode out one evening? He was always worried in case. Um, he always used to say that um, he'd always want to be taking care of Patrick. Bridie, if you do have a child with a disability, oh, you know, they need that much looking after, you know, that, um, yeah, that you just frighten in case anything would happen to yourself and there'd be nobody to do it. Um, yeah, you know that sound, Bridie. At the time, we, we didn't think that Daddy knew what was wrong with him, but I think he did, and he was. He'd say to me, um, 
Anything can happen, you know. And As I rode out you know, um, you shouldn't now be having any more kids because, um, you know, anything can happen, you know, and, you, you know, you'll know what it's like when you um, have a child maybe with something wrong with it, like the young fella upstairs, that's what he said. This is a cold and stormy night These words she said to me My love lies on the raging sea Bound for America You've heard it He said, uh, then you'll know um, what it's like if you ever had to leave them. You know, that'd be heartache and... That that's the kind of thing he was he was um, saying, and um, of course I still couldn't tell him that I was pregnant. So I just used to wear a big jacket when I used to go over. I used to go over every day, and then one day I went upstairs and I had this big jacket on and all. I was sweating, but he says to me, um, "You take off that jacket and uh, kneel down there. I want to say the rosary with you." So I said, "I'm freezing." So he said, "How could you be freezing in here?" I said, "Well, I am cold." So I said, no, I won't take the jacket off, so I knelt down, but I could see he was watching me from the corner of his eye, but that was Daddy, you know. So he obviously knew that I was probably having another baby. Will you rise it up? Oh, daughter, dear, I'm not severe. Here is the £1,000. Send Riley to America. I remember that as clear. I'm always looking for someone. When you hear people singing, I'm always looking for someone that will sing like him. Daddy, it was never in this house. Here is a true love's token. We'll break it now into Looking out the kitchen window and a few times I thought I used to see him going down the steps up at the top, you know, coming down you know, things like that and you think, gosh, you know. For you have my heart, here's have my ring until I you think you just think that you're going mad sometimes. Does that make you lonesome? Does that make song make you lonesome? And I think, you know, that he probably realised because I used to get um, morning sickness really bad and I used to go over, take the kids to school and then I'd go over, you know, to Daddy and Mummy used to be there and everything. But I used to get sick, but I used to get sick outside in the drain that he wouldn't hear me say. So maybe he probably did. He did probably see all them things and hear all them things. And um, I remember once buying him a tonic because I think um, it was kept from me in the beginning what was wrong with him because apparently the doctor must have said to keep it from me because I was... So I used to buy him a tonic and stuff and I used to say, drink this, Daddy, and you might be able to eat, you know. And then I'd go the next day maybe and he'd say to me, do you know, Monica, I think that tonic is doing me good. And then if he said he fancied anything, you know, I'd, you know, well, all of us would make sure that he had it, you know, whatever. But uh, I think he was um, trying to protect me and... I think that even in the beginning, he knew deep down himself. But I was right angry, you know, for a long time. I was really angry. I was really angry with God as well. 
And I remember the day I was going to have Dudley and I was passing my mother's house. It's about five o'clock in the morning and I just remember looking up at the bedroom window. I don't know, I felt he was there with me then. Um, because um, Daddy died in September and in February I had Dudley and he had Down syndrome. So it just, you know, it just makes you wonder. He, he definitely taught us what was right and what was wrong, you know, and he, he was very much for what was right and, like, you know, and in the faith and... Yeah. yeah. It just makes you wonder. But supported us no matter then. You know, his life was um, Patrick, as my life is going upstairs. My daughter Deirdre says, Mum, I'm turning into you, you're turning into Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I think... It's the natural cycle of life, I'm yeah, afraid. Yeah, it is, it, it goes. is, but, you know, it yeah. takes 50 years or whatever, or, you know, for you to, to realise the things that... That's what I remember. Well, it's life, isn't it? Why? I remember him going, but you just... You don't think, then, why did he go? My mother says it was... That was coming from England, saying how good it was there. And for some reason, he probably thought that he could give us a better life. I think maybe later on, a lot of years later on, we're sorry that he didn't stay where he was, maybe. Maybe. But um, I can't remember. When you close this, your eyes, what do you see? This is Monica's dream. I think as you get older, you get more... I think you go back. Because now, I mean, I can't remember things that happened a couple of weeks ago. But I can remember the blue dress I had on with no sleeves in it. And we've got no pictures or anything. The blue dress I had on the day the day I left. But what do you see? The roads, the roads from home. To walk a certain road. Um, I used to walk that a lot when I went over there on my own. I think you go back. And one way you go to Trim and one way you go to Athboy, where I was born. Right down to um, Tolochanog, where my Aunt Monica lives. And then down the other way, uh, then there's a crossroads. That's... That's what I do think about, and that so I just get. Um, no, that's why um, I want to do that. I don't it's know. It's like um, it's just something I need to. You know, that it's very to hard to describe, but it's a nice feeling. I I, I just see the hedges and um, go back the different um, where I was born. It's just the hedges, I think, and the road itself, the winding road, is my real home. I pass. Um, it starts just the crossroads, and there's Monty Bybean's house. Yeah. There's the school, Karen's school. Uh, further down, there's my grandmother and grandfather's house. Further down is the house where I was born, where I was born. And um, aunts and uncles. And, and I can see the pump outside the house where I was born. And for some reason, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel I'd like to do that. And then I think, you know, 
and I'd love to, you know, for the kids to be with me, the younger kids, and show them, you know, where I was born. And I suppose that's some, just wanted to show them where, you know, where I did come from. And, If we get there, he said. I wonder if the pump is still there. I forgot to ask my aunt um, the last time she was here. But um, my mother phones her and she phones me, Mum, so I'm going to ask Mammy to ask her the next time she phones if the pump is still there. I remember that as clear. Yeah, outside, I can still see where I was born.